Hello and welcome to the Atomic Geekdom Podcast, Geek Out Edition. Uh, welcome all of you fellow humans to this planet Earth that we call Earth. Wait, I did that wrong. Uh, whatever. What? Uh, no, 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 no t- two takes. No, I was wait. I was want to see where he was going with that. Right. We're not, we're not cutting. No, no, uh, it's all one take and we don't edit here because that takes up too much time. No, I actually do edit, but not geek outs because those got to come out right away. Anyway, my name is Dave and uh, joining me tonight is, you already heard a few voices, but Tom is here. Hello. Uh, also joining us from the Two Broke Geeks podcast uh, is Los Angeles Justin. Hello. Hollywood. Is Working in the house. L.A.J. Yeah. <laughs> also joining us is pal number one, everyone's favorite pal from the Just Two Pals podcast, Johnny. Hi. J2J. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Oh, J2J. Just Two Johnny? Just, just Two. Yeah. See what I did there? I don't get it. Uh-uh. I dig it, Tom. Thank, <laughs> you. Thank you, Johnny. <laughs> All right. Uh... So yeah, this is the first first podcast since we took a little bit of a break. I uh, hope everyone's Thanksgiving was plentiful and full of mashed potatoes and gravy. That's my favorite part of the dinner. You can have it anytime, but for some reason, it's just so much better on Thanksgiving. Mm. <clears throat> I agree. Mashed potatoes are the best part of any dinner. Oh, amen. I will. I will cheers to that. I'm more baked potato. Can't mm. mm. go wrong with that. Either. You can just get the yeah. hell out, Justin. Yeah. Well, fine. Autumn scoff. <laughs> can't have a baked potato on Thanksgiving. That's blasphemous. I can eat that. potato, whatever the hell I want. <laughs> Dave, that's what they do in Hollywood. That's what those actors and actresses do. Well, actresses, they eat like a leaf, and that's about it. Oh, Just, the, the <clears> stories they have of them. Well, Justin, was it catered? <laughs> no, it was not catered. Mm. I didn't have a, enough money yet to do that. <laughs> yet, <laughs> and it was at Jenny's, so I don't know. Oh, oh, so it was. It was all vegan then. It was probably all vegan, so nothing was no, good. No, no, <laughs> no. There was there was some non-vegan options. Oh, okay, yeah, some, to- some tofu turkey. How was how was Thanksgiving at the Robinson Nagy household? It was fun. Yeah, it was really cool. Well, I got to got to meet a couple new people and just kind of chill. Uh, I think we ended up watching like some really weird ass, like a some weird ass films. Uh, we watched. Like, uh, I think that would be go without saying that that was going to happen. Well, there was like we watched a uh, Kung Fury, sure, uh, which I've only seen part of, but I never had a chance to watch the whole thing. Uh, and then we watched um, No. No, he can't die. I think it's called. It's with uh, Henry Rollins. Mm. Oh, I love Henry Rollins. Sounds so, so basically, weird. basically saying you were tortured the entire time at the <laughs> Robinson Nagy house. Uh, no, I personally wasn't tortured. It, it I had a, I had a blast. It, it was better than sitting around doing nothing by myself. That's that's a good point. Yeah. And he doesn't want to burn any bridges because he might have to do this again next year. He had a baked potato and two dogs laying on him, and he was forced to watch these things. Oh, the dogs <laughs> The dogs didn't really pay any attention to me. Uh, they, they were kind of doing their own thing. Plus, Jenny scored me a ticket to Rogue One, so... What? I mean, yeah. Well, look at that. When are you going to do it? Like, like a before-it-comes-out type of ticket, or...? 
uh, I think it's like uh, I think it's the nineteenth, so it's like a little a oh, couple days after. After, yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah, right. but still free ticket. Yeah, well, I, I'm gonna pay back probably. <laughs> I don't have I'm, probably. I'm like that. He says probably. <laughs> <laughs> I might. I, I don't know. I'll pay I for mean, it. I <laughs> mean, they go out of their way. They ask if I want to join them to go see a movie. I should pay for the ticket. I mean, Or yeah. maybe just get the popcorn. It costs just as much. Sure. That is true. Get one of those popcorn soda combos. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, that's... Well, that's, that sounds great, Justin. It's good that to hear. That sounds just great. That you're bonding. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And and you're now a PA on uh, the for the Lifetime Channel, right? Yeah, uh, uh, well, freelance. So it's one of those things. Like tomorrow, I start my part time position at a comic book store. Uh, but in my hopefully with whatever free time I have, if if I'm called upon, I get phone call from the producer. It's like, hey, you want to work? And I'm like, fuck yeah! So they they hired you. Well, it's it's on a they hired me, but I'm not like on staff. It's when so you're, they need you're it. like on call, right? Okay, and but you're a man, right? And yes. the Lifetime Network hired you. Yes, and they're not worried that you're going to like beat them with metal rods or baseball bats, or and you're not worried uh, that Meredith Baxter Bernie's going to come burn a bed in your house. I'm pretty sure Meredith Baxter mm. Bernie's still going to come by uh, when she figures out. Of where when I find an apartment. Now that we've uh, now that we've actually just singled out and isolated all of our women listeners. I know. Hey, but uh but Meredith Max Bernie can swing by my house whenever she wants. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do I even know what she looks like? Probably not. <laughs> Quick Google her. Uh, she might be outside of your age bracket. Of knowledge. Oh, no, that's a good looking woman. There you go. <laughs> Are you doing a recent picture? I haven't seen what she looks Dang. like recently. Speaking of which, R.I.P. Florence Henderson. Gotta have Miss Brady. Oh. Get a little love. Get a little oh, love. Yeah. That's Florence. the first that's the first MILF in my life. Mm. Mm. Um <clears throat> has any of has any of you not seen one episode of of uh Brady Bunch? I've seen, I've seen like all. I've of them. seen yeah. I've seen like seasons yeah. worth of episodes. Okay, oh, I, you got to ask. So I, I know plenty of people who've never seen it. So that's and ridiculous. Those, and those people should be flogged. They're, they're, they're young. Un-American. They're young people. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Uh, yeah. Sorry. If they don't understand the Marsha quote, they're too young for me to hang out with. There you go. It's it's right. funny to me. There's there's whole generations that are that are being born now that will never know some of the things that we grew up with. It's it's insane. Like like mm. Gilligan's Island. They'll never know the frustration of how many mm. people landed on that island and got off, but those those people from the SS Minnow could never get off the island. It wasn't lost, kids. It wasn't lost. No, they'll understand it when they decide, when Hollywood decides to reboot it into a major movie. Well, it'll be all dramatic and, so, and not funny. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it won't be a sitcom. Zach, it'll be Zach like Snyder will do Gilligan's Island. I'm actually it'll be like CW's they, Riverdale. They, have, they they've redone a lot of those shows into movies, but Gilligan's Island was never one. Oh, it'll happen. No. I'm pretty yeah. sure they they just called it Lost. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. Well, they did return to Gilligan's Island for some god awful reason. I remember some of the Brady Bunch, uh, like, after the show was done, the Brady Bunch, like, TV movies. Like a Christmas, oh, yeah. a Christmas oh, yeah. one. Yeah. and <laughs> A very a very Brady 
Christmas or something like that. Yeah, we're like a very Brady sequel. We're like the those those are actual movies um, mm-hmm. with different actors. But they like had the like the Christmas special had the dad get like trapped in a cave or something, <laughs> like something, something crazy. It was Gilligan's Island. I if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure the show ended with them getting back to civilization and then realizing we wish we were back on the island. And I think they we gotta go back, Kate. It yeah. is lost. <laughs> we it gotta is, go back. It's, it's, <laughs> the fog monster was Gilligan. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And Matthew Fox was the skipper. Yes. I don't know. I don't know about that. Oh, what's his name? What's what's the bigger guy's name? Hugo. Hurley. Hugo. Hugo. Yeah. Hugo, Hugo was the skipper. Mm-hmm. No, I want, no, I think Hugo was the professor. Uh, Hurley would have been Gilligan, for sure. Mm. All right. What what a crazy conversation. That was that was this a lot of fun, what guys. Scouts are about. <laughs> it sounds like we we really wrapped up that Brady Bunch Gilligan's <laughs> Island right. reference. All, all thanks, you. all thanks to the the, uh, the the reference to the Brady Bunch. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, you're welcome. <clears throat> yeah, thanks for thanks for passing away, Florence Henderson. You really, <laughs> I wasn't going to go you there. Really gave us some great material <laughs> right. for this wow. episode. Right. You really, really fed the beast. Good there. golly, good golly. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's dive into the news. We're going to do things a little backwards because usually we recap the the week in CWDC TV. But we're going to save that for the end because it was crossover week. So we'll, we'll talk about that to close out the show. So we'll start off with some Marvel TV news. Um, I've recently immersed myself pretty heavily in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. this season. And if you've listened to this podcast in recent episodes, you would know that I've hated Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. lately. True story. Because of their insistence. Or the last season? The last two seasons um, yeah, have not sure. been good, in my opinion. My humble opinion. Uh, too I much, agree with that. Too much reliance on this version of the Inhumans, and I was not enjoying it. Uh, if the show had focused on the the team, Coulson, May, Fitz, Simmons, you know, the group, and Daisy, I guess, and not made it just oh, no, about Daisy. just about Daisy, right? The show basically turned into Daisy the Inhuman, like Daisy, well. aka <laughs> Quake. Right. Yeah, this show should have always been revolved around Coulson, in my opinion. Always. Yeah, I agree. Well, yeah, yeah. But, and they're kind of headed that way again. There's there's some good intriguing mystery this year. This Ghost Rider storyline is about to come to an end, I think, in the winter finale next week. Um, yeah, I'm very far behind. I won't ruin much or anything. Oh, no, it's fine. I'm still going to watch. I just watched two episodes today, so I think I'm caught up. The last episode had uh, Fitz... Colson and Robbie Reyes, like in this ghost dimension. Yeah, I'm or, caught up. Then. Okay, all right. That was that was their tie-in to Doctor Strange. Yeah, and it Probably. was pretty great with Ada doing yeah. some uh, some some fantastic scientific though magical handwork. She had her own sling ring, uh, sling glove. gloves. Yeah, sling gloves. Uh, she had two power and Nintendo power gloves on. Which allowed her to create this uh, this gateway or portal to bring them out of this dimension. Uh, Holy crap! I saw an episode of Mori today had three people in a ghost dimension. What was that? The same thing? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> no, it is not. Hmm. Wow! And you have lost major credit for watching Mori. Well, hey, this Sling TV thing—I got to catch up. I am trying <laughs> to figure it out. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm completely with you on Agents of Shield. Yeah, it's, I'm, uh, it's really turned around for me, and I'm a big fan of it. And I really like what they're doing with Ghost Rider. He is, he's a lot of fun. This last episode, go ahead, go ahead, Justin. 
I, I was just going to say, I'm kind of in the same boat because I was very on the fence and not digging the character. But then watching the episode where they finally watching the episode where they had the throwback to Johnny Blaze showing up. The origin story, yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay, I can get behind what they're doing now. It makes more sense. Yeah, and going into the season, I I did not, like, at, at Comic-Con, when they said it's going to be Ghost Rider, I'm like, this is the dumbest idea ever. Like, why? It makes no sense. Yeah, you were definitely hating on it. I did not. Close. Yeah, I admit, yeah. I'll admit, it works, and I'm, I was wrong. Oh, I was, too. <clears throat> I was wrong. It's a, it's a good addition, and I like what they're doing with it, because I think part of the fail, and I don't know, ratings are probably still down, but... Part of the failure of that show is it's it is just Agents of Shield and people want more connection to the bigger MCU. I think is the the broad stroke failure of the show. Possibly, I don't know. That's just one man's opinion. For me, I enjoy the character development, and in this last episode, you got to see Fitz take on Coulson. Like he just went off on him. It was fantastic. I love anything that has to do with Fitz. He's my favorite. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm so far behind, but I've, I've, I've watched from the beginning, and I, I've, I've not seen much of this season. But Fitz is that character that I really do enjoy. So. Mm-hmm. Fitz has, has really evolved over the series, and that's, yeah. that, I yeah. think, more than any other character. Well, he's had such a great arc. The same. Yeah, he's yeah. had such a great arc where he's gone through a lot. And uh, it makes a lot of sense for him to be the voice of reason to Coulson, who handed over the keys to S.H.I.E.L.D. just because he thought he couldn't handle it, essentially, is what, what Fitz thinks. And at the right. same time, he blames... He's Col- not wrong. He blames Coulson for giving up S.H.I.E.L.D. to this man who has essentially sent Simmons away and no one knows where she is. So he's, you know, and he's upset because their last, you know, time they talk was an argument, and so there's a little bit of drama there, but... And now he's dead, apparently, in this dimension. But uh, it was great. I enjoyed it a lot, and um, I'm kind of digging uh, the spoilers, guys. But the uh, the Melinda May Phil Coulson relationship they're hinting at pretty heavily. Uh, I yeah they they've always they've mm-hmm. always kind of had a, a a connection of sorts. Sure, right. Um, and it's never really evolved from anything other than just we you know we're real close coworkers. Yeah, but they've definitely been it, pushing it a little harder. Well, right. They're they're kind of the kind of the keys that hold each other together. Um, yeah, I mean, they've been through a lot together. I mean, they go back to the origin why he picked her. So there has to be a reason. So Right, right. But uh, all that to say, yeah, the, the winter finale is next week. And it, I think it's going to wrap up the Ghost Rider storyline. He actually just vowed to the the Ghost Rider spirit that even though his, his, his deal is done once he kills his uncle, uh, he's going to remain uh, the Ghost Rider for... Uh, in order to save Mac. Mac got possessed by the Ghost Rider spirit. Mm. But now there's the question of who's the other inhuman that oh, well, uh, fits? Yeah, that's that's the senator's, the senator's brother um, is all we really know. And what's yeah. weird about it is the cocoon gestation thing is only supposed to la- last you know a few minutes. If that. It's supposed to be real quick that you come out of the cocoon. Uh, right. He's been in the cocoon for seven months. Yeah, and he just got out because of Simmons helping him get out, and and they're worried about like this 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 whole like agency or whatever is worried about what's going to come out, and you know that's the thing is who is this dude? Like, why is this so important? What, what is he an actual human from the books, or what are we going to get? I really hope they pick a character <clears throat> from the books 
Well, uh, I don't think it'll be kind of. It'll be an I'm inhuman. Kinda, like, yeah, it'd be an inhuman, but I want it to be like a like I want it to be a character that's like a lesser inhuman, not like Lockjaw. Yeah, it can't. No, it can't <laughs> be a royal family member, and it won't be. It, he's already his face has already emerged. He's not a giant dog. It's Lockjaw ah, with a human it. head. <laughs> right. Who's the Who's the fish guy? Uh, 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 starts with a T. Oh man, I really should know this. I just like did so much research on the inhuman royal family. Yeah, it's the it's the Come green, on, man. green fish guy. Uh, hang on, I can tell you in just a minute. Tri- Triton. Triton. Yeah. Triton. Yeah. Triton. Maybe he's Triton. No, uh, he's not green. I think Triton. He's gonna be part. Yeah, Triton's gonna be part of the mo- the the other well, series. Well, yeah, that's let's spin off. That's where I was kind of leading us to. Uh, Marvel announced, and I don't think we've talked about it on a Geek Out episode. This might have been while we were away uh, on a little break. Uh, Marvel announced that they're going to, instead of make the Inhumans movie in 20, I think 19 was the date they pulled it off of. Uh, they're going yeah, to. It's been back they, way back. They, uh, they actually just pulled it off the schedule altogether, and now it's announced that it'll be a ABC series starting next fall. Uh, it'll be called Marvel's The Inhumans. It's going to focus on the royal family. It is not an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. spinoff. Um, it's its own thing. It's still connected, but it's its own thing. And like I said, it's going to focus on the Royal family and it's going to premiere in IMAX. So the first two hours will be available to see an IMAX in, on September 17th, I believe, or 12th. One of those two. <clears throat> so it, it's definitely going to be the Royal family. Have they... I was way off. September 4th. <laughs> September 4th. Yeah. So um, Eight episodes it's going to so- get. So we're getting the, the the big namers. We're getting like Black Bolt, Medusa, um, Gorgon, Gorgon, uh, Mad, uh, Karnak, Karnak. That was the one. That was gotta the get one. Maximus so the Mad. Okay, Mad, yeah, Maximus, and probably Crystal. Lockjaw. Crystal. I would assume Lockjaw will appear in some. Form. I, um, I better have Human Lockjaw. Torch, the Thing. No, not Thing. I'm no, sorry, not Thing. No, Beast. Um, no, maybe no. some Quicksilver because Quicksilver marries the Fantastic Four guys. <laughs> Uh, what do you, Quicksilver's not going to be there? He's not going to marry Crystal like he did in the books? Oh. He's shot in uh, Dan. Uh, oh, allegedly. Well, allegedly. Is he? Is he? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm who, sorry. Who stays who dead in Marvel movies? I mean, for well, real. He's the only one. <laughs> so he's the only one that hasn't come back. Right. And honestly... And Uncle Ben. I know I've said this before, and 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 I'm I'm on my soapbox again. <laughs> we're already suspending our disbelief. We're watching a man turn into a giant green monster. We're watching another guy who can lift a hammer nobody else can and summon lightning. And we're watching another guy who has such advanced technology that he can jump in between suits and save his life and save the lives of others. And a robot. It's okay for the characters to not die. It's totally fine to go into an Avengers movie and have everyone make it out alive. Sure. Start emotionally, but physically still okay. Sure. And I and I don't understand. To, to me, I get what Joss said. Joss is like, oh, it's a war and there are casualties. <laughs> You're right, Joss. That is true. That does happen in war. But this is a movie about superheroes with special abilities. And we're already suspending our disbelief. It's not It's not going to kill our belief for all the heroes to make th- it out okay. I think it was more of a licensing thing. Like, you're allowed to use them, but we can't use them a lot. That no, was it, it was, they, no, they it wasn't. It was 100% versions. Joss's idea. Well, Joss we will not, we will not, Johnny, we will not badmouth Joss Whedon on this podcast. Uh, I, I like Joss Whedon a lot. I do have some things to say about sometimes his story writing, but... <laughs> All right. But no, I like him overall. But yeah, that was 100% his idea. He's like, I want Quicksilver dead. This podcast well, is have, an open forum, but I will censor they, you if you take down Joss Whedon. They filmed, <laughs> they filmed 
two different endings. One where Hawkeye. Quicksilver dies, and one that Quicksilver lives. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was Jaws's. Uh, it was Jaws's idea to kill you know him off because <clears throat> you know what it is. He's like, it's like, oh, you're not gonna give me Captain Marvel. Fine, I'm killing Quicksilver. Suck it. Well, not only that, but that's I what he said he to Marvel. Also, I think he kind of. Yeah, well, and I think it's because he also buckled down because – oh, not buckled. He kind of pussied out because um, cause Quicksilver was being such a – was such a big draw for the X-Men movies. Oh, sure. So he went with the death thing because he didn't want to have that competition. I, with, I get it. Reason. I get it. I, I don't I – don't, Quicksilver is not necessary to the MCU to begin with. Um Oh fuck Quicksilver! <laughs> right, I hate him. <laughs> I would, I would totally title the episode that, but I'm not going to. Uh, <laughs> He's like one of my least favorite characters. Uh, I, I, I'm, like, I like Quicksilver. I like his arc throughout the comics. I mean, my first draw obviously is that he's got <clears> super <throat> speed. That's when I was like, "Oh, this guy might be interesting." This is your guy. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed, and and I hate the fact that they took away his connection to Magneto because that was one of the things I loved about his character was that he was Magneto's son, right. and he was a villain at first because he wanted to be close to his father, and he thought that him and Scarlet Witch, did. yeah, him and well, yeah, yeah, but I'm talking about him specifically. Sure, like. He was, I like those characters that were villainous and then turned good because, and especially with this guy, he's like, he didn't like to say, you know what, I'm just not going to be evil. He was like, you know what, I don't feel that in me. I don't really have that bad, you know, that I really want to hurt people. So he became yeah. an X-Men and that kind of, and, and an Avenger. I like the fact that they were Avengers. So to me, I really like the character. He's always been interesting and the appeal. Would you have been interested because because the movies, the Marvel movies, have kind of gone more the ultimate route? Mm-hmm. Would you been all right if they went the incest route? Where absolutely not. So you wouldn't have been you if they were like, you know what, we're gonna do the incest bit where Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch like uh, like just bang. Yeah, uh, this isn't Game no. of Thrones. Wait, is the is the question is the question? <laughs> I rather him die. Or live but have an incestuous relationship with his sister. Yes. I'd rather him die. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's no, talk about that for a second. Uh, I've never understood this about the Inhumans. Black Bolt and Medusa are cousins. Married. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, Married. Also, she had a kid with I... Black Bolt's brother, Maximus the Mad. Yep. Keep it in the family. So that's why... Yeah, exactly. That's why we can all expect this Inhuman show to be Marvel's Game of Thrones. For sure. This is going to... It's on ABC. Right. I kind of feel like they'll just write that out, that they won't make them... Well, that's fine. That doesn't have to be that. It's going to be a battle for the Inhuman throne. Um, for to be ruler of the Inhumans is, is what? yeah, it's probably going to be Maximus just going uh, going crazy and finding ways to kill Black Ball. Sure, I get that. Yeah, and then you have yeah Maximus and uh, who's the guy that works with him? Uh, Gorgon. Gorgon. Yeah, so there's your there's your two main villains. But yeah, so look for that next fall, 2017. Uh, well, 2017. The way, those, is the, way, a, the way those relate. Sound it's, the show's already on. It's called The Outsiders on WGN. Nobody watches Boom. it. Which is a great show, by the way. Not not to knock it. Uh, I can't I'm, wait I'll to see it. what they do with some of these characters. Karnak has been my favorite in Human, and I really I'm, I'm really still, excited to see what they do with him. I'm still surprised he got his own like run for a little while recently. It was a really good run too. Yeah, he's an interesting character. Mm. So say you. But 
Yes, so that's, that's correct. That's well. That. I mean, of of the um, in all honesty, of the Inhumans book wise, the only ones that's really they've really shown light on is with their own series is like Black Bolt, Medusa, and Karnak. Maximus right. was kind of just used for big solo, what was big uh, crossover events, mm-hmm. and uh, Gorgon only had a short run with um, uh, the book uh, <clears throat> Inferno. Yeah, with the, which is not the storyline Inferno. It's the one of the new Inhumans named Inferno, and le- him learning how to use his powers. Well, yeah. Twenty uh, back to wrapping this up. Twenty seventeen is when that happens. Is uh, it is Marvel's year? We got Guardians Volume Two, Spider Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok. Then we got Iron Fist, The Defenders, and most likely Punisher on Netflix this year. Plus Agents of Shield, mm-hmm. most likely coming back, not a hundred percent yet. And now. Inhumans. So that is a lot of Marvel for one year. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. meanwhile, all we got over on DC is that Justice League movie and Wonder Woman. That's oh, it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and and that those CW shows that are just failing epically. <laughs> DC's killing it on the TV side. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. They're right. definitely destroying Marvel. All right, more random TV news. We, we we were talking old TV shows getting rebooted. Lost in Space is coming to Netflix, which uh, I'm, I'm totally okay with because the movie was terrible. And uh, some fresh life as a series on Netflix sounds great to me. And they're gender bending Doctor Smith because Parker Posey is going to play Doctor Smith. Oh, if they're gonna and if they're gonna gender bend it. Parker Posey's the way to go. Absolutely. She is awesome. I love Parker Posey. She was great as the villain on uh, Josie and the Pussycats. Ugh. <laughs> no? <laughs> Nobody else wanted? Dude, that movie is great just for the making fun of the boy band in that movie. That's like the best part of that movie. Uh, anyway. If anyone should be, if anyone should be gender bend in that movie, it should be, it should be B9. What? <laughs> I guess. The robot. I know, but <laughs> just just put just put some like like old uh, like bean cans on the front for boobs. <laughs> right. <laughs> kind of go like uh, the uh, robot made from uh, from the Jetsons kind of style. Sure, I think that could sure. work. Be uh, better than whatever abomination <laughs> at Alpha Five is from Power Rangers. All right, we'll get there. <laughs> and then just 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 give it the voice of Siri. Yes. Oh, all right. Have it, have it say a bunch of girly things throughout the whole episode. Like, quick, go get help. I can't. I'm on my period. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. All right. We're moving they're on. Really, like, they're really going to shade this show. Because women, women have periods, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Oh. Well, uh, most women. Well, right. All right. Other news. Uh, some casting for the new Star Trek show, Star Trek Discovery. Uh, Michelle Yeoh will play Captain Georgia. Giorgio, 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 I don't know how to pronounce that name, uh, of the Starship, what? Gregario. Uh, what? <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, okay. Of the Starship Shenzhou, and uh, that means divine craft, and I believe Chinese, Ooh. I think. Uh, Doug Jones, uh, friend of, uh, friend of, friend of the show. <laughs> uh, Jenny has, has drank alcohol near him at San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> friend of the show. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I Ka- saw Jim Carrey at an airport once. He's a friend of the show. Though. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> he's going to play Lieutenant Saru, science officer, and a new alien species for the series. Of course, Doug Jones is a great uh, 
like a like costume actor. He was on uh, Falling Skies, uh, Hellboy, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, he's one of how the... great would it be for them to do a movie where Doug Jones is in his costume and doing his thing, and then they do um, the uh, motion capture for Andy Serkis, and the two of them are the main characters. So one's it's completely... a buddy movie. The one's Doug Jones, right? And it's yeah, like a buddy yeah, it's movie. Like a buddy, like <laughs> Like an alien and a and a mutant. <laughs> I like it. I like it. And they're like cops. Like alien and a monster. Like yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. And they're like they're like chips. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, like that'd it. be great. Men yeah, in black. It'll be a men in black spinoff. That's right. That's right. <laughs> they could both lead, and they'll both get nominations. I, I'm into it. Uh, also, Anthony Rapp was cast as Lieutenant Stamet or Stamets uh, Astro. Astromycologist, uh, otherwise known as a fungus expert and science officer. So there you go. Three of the main characters so far for Star Trek Discovery. Oh, and also Jeffrey Dean Morgan spoils that Negan won't die this year. He's going to be back next season on Walking Dead Season 8. I mean, who thought that he was going to? Well, still. Anyone who hasn't read the comics, maybe. Leave it it at least a little ambiguous until the season ends. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) He guesses everybody. Um, it's gonna be this. It would be the same deal with like the whole if Daryl those like if Daryl dies we riot. It would be the same thing with Negan. It's like if Negan dies, then we'll just stop watching the show. I don't know so much about that I because people know. hate yeah, people hate him because he's a bad guy and the things he's done. So because I love the governor, the guy that played the governor too, and I was sad yeah. to see him go. Um, yeah, but he had to go. I th- there are people yeah, that they over. That that character and and to know I mean this is no disservice to the actor because sure. he did a great job but the character overstayed his welcome on the show to me yeah yeah and they flushed it out too I much was like just kill him already I'm done with his story yeah and uh, <clears throat> and honestly I, as much as I love the character of Negan and I do really like Jeffrey Dean Morgan and the way he's playing Negan he comes off as a little grating to me sometimes and I feel like it's because they're throwing him in the spotlight. They're like, look, we've got Negan. Watch him every second that he's in the episode. Sure. Get every moment in and soak it all in. And it's coming across like like they're trying to force me to like to to enjoy his they screen want, presence. They want you to soak it in or maybe drink something, right, Tom? What would don't, you say? What would you say, Tom? Tom? Do not Dr- drink it in, man. Drink uh, it in. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Tom. Nice. Thank okay. you, Tom. Thank you, Jericho. Uh that, that that little bit was brought to you by Chris Jericho of the WWE. Um. Yeah. Friend of the show because we've Friend seen the- him on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I've s- stood near him as well at WrestleMania. <laughs> All right. Well, Friend of the show because Dave was physically within his vicinity. Right. I saw him. He's like right over there. It's like I pointed him. That's Chris Jericho. Wait, just Trish Stratus. Let's talk to her instead. Oh yeah. Oh, she's, she's, she's beautiful. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. Some some random movie news. Rogue One tickets went on sale, and if you didn't get them now, you're gonna have to wait a week because. Uh, <laughs> Uh, they sold damn fast. Uh, did uh, any of you get tickets? Aside from Justin's free ticket. No. No, I'll, I'll see it. I got mine. I'll see yeah. I actually have three tickets now. Uh, I'm going to see it three times in the opening week, apparently, because I'm a glutton. Why? For... Well, the first one I got, the first ticket I got, because... because... It's bad, Dave. I'm not saying it will be, because I think it'll be great, but what if it's bad, and then you have to see it two more times? Listen... The first time I got my ticket, it was for the, the day it opens, and I like to see it for the website so I can review it, or at least know to talk about in the Geek Out. 
Uh, so I wanted to see it before the weekend. And then my friends are all going to go see it on Tuesday after because our theaters do $5 Tuesdays and it's cheap. So I wanted to go see it with my friends. And then Jason and my nephew asked me to come with them and I wasn't going to say no. To go see Star Wars for the first time with my nephew. Mm-hmm. So that's why the 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 hat trick is happening. Mm. Now you feel all bad. Right. Feel bad. No, what? not really. No, yeah. I don't think. I, don't think I feel bad for judging me. Feel about no, the same. I, <laughs> right. I don't think he feels bad. All right, no, I'm no. looking forward to this movie. I I'm already giving it a ten out of ten. It looks fantastic. There was an event <clears> yesterday. <throat> uh, I wish I kind of. I was. I, I was on my way to set, and there I was. I where I'm staying, like where I'm house sitting right now is right on Hollywood Boulevard. And I had, I had to walk by the TCL and they were doing some, some sort of rogue one event thing. I don't know what it was, but, uh, but they had like everything set up for like some sort of ceremony thing. And I was like, son of a bitch. (laughs) I don't think it was the red carpet yet. I don't think that's happened. No, it wasn't a red carpet thing. It was something else. I don't Hmm. know what. Weird. Cool. Yeah. Justin, I thought you opened that by saying I was on my way to set. I'm like, oh, oh look at this guy. Oh, I know, right? So yeah. Well, I he does. Said that too. He yeah, does I work. Yeah. He... I was on my way to set. You know, I had just left my trailer and you know, <laughs> I finished my my Voss water, and you know, I just looked at these people like, what in the hell? Voss. Why are these people standing in my way? <laughs> yeah, I don't see your badges. Right, yeah, right. Come on. Right, you are in Who's my got- light. Your badge. You're my bad. What? Get get out of here. You're on the list. You're on the list. Voss water, the shampoo of waters. Uh, all right. Uh, Power Ranger news. We talked about it a little earlier. Uh, There's yes. pictures released. Uh, let's talk about the good. Oh, let's, hey, hold on. Quick. Sorry, Dave. Before we get into the Power Ranger stuff, let me just pop open. You know, when you're getting excited to watch Power Rangers – or listen to any Power Rangers related news. Nothing, nothing goes down better than a Mountain Dew voltage beforehand to really soak it in. Dave, back to you. Thank you, Johnny. Uh, just do pals. Hashtag. Hashtag just do pals. Just do We're going to get that Mountain Dew money. Uh, they released a few photos via, I believe, IGN of Rita Repulsa. And she couldn't look cooler, man. It looks great. I I love the look they've given Rita. She's all green and stuff and still very sexy. And she's got this cool staff. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed that. Uh, I'll say still very sexy because the original Rita was not very sexy. Well, I mean, I, I mean the I actress. I thought that her face it was, was the voice sexy. that did it. The, the voice ruined it. <laughs> right, right. right. All right. The actress all right. still looks sexy, I should say, I in, that, in, that, in that get up as the bad guy. Um, what I took from it and watching the trailer again, and when you see the the Power Ranger coins, the Power Coins, mm-hmm. uh, for the first time, it looks like kind of the way Loki's staff was powered. Rita's staff is powered by a green Power Coin. Mm. There have been some people speculating that she. We are setting up a sequel. Green Ranger. Mm, no, no, no. I think either one yeah. of two things: she may have killed the original Green Ranger because she tells the Pink Ranger she's killed Rangers before. In the trailer, she could have been the original Green Ranger, or one of them, and she's gone rogue. I like that one a lot. Um, or or she's going to create the Green Ranger like the TV show did. Right. Uh, which so, which of those options would you rather see as a Power Ranger fan? Ooh, would I rather see? 
Yeah. Or do you have an alternative option? Um. Okay, so I actually think that she was the Green Ranger, was a Green Ranger. Love it. Okay. Um, and that is why there is no Green Ranger yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, in continuity, the Green Ranger comes later, created by Rita Repulsa. But I kind of like the idea that there are six total, and then Rita was the Green Ranger, went crazy, killed the other Rangers, and that's why there is no green coin with the red, blue, you know, black. Yeah, right, right. When the kids find it, yeah, yeah, and and I so like I would that. assume, I would assume down the road she will use her power to create a new, the new Tommy. New, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like she'll come across Tommy. I'm hoping that that'll be a tease at the end of the movie. That sure, their Marvel esque Easter egg at the end. Yeah, or they defeat her. Let's say in quotations, they sure. defeat her in quotations, and then Tommy comes along and happens to find the coin and is kind of possessed by it by. The coin and Rita, who's maybe <clears throat> trapped in it or something. I don't. It's some, something along those lines. But I do want the Green Ranger to start as evil and under the control of Rita or or Lord Zed or whatever. I think and if they to be him becoming good. Yeah, if they if they miss that whole storyline, they're missing out because that was the best when that happened on the TV show. Like I thought that was, was really- the, the coolest thing ever. And actually, if you look at her suit, because I've spent. I, when I heard this theory, <laughs> you spent might have been a Green Ranger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I spent a lot of time looking at the suit, and if you look at like at many angles, it looks like it was a full suit, and it's just been torn, torn? and ripped. Yeah, because one spots. one side of her, she's got regular sleeves, and the other side, it's like a ripped sleeve that's fallen down to her wrist. Yeah, so I definitely think that she used to be a Green Ranger, and I, I and I do like that twist. I like that twist a lot. Um I think it's cool. I love I, from the minute that she said that line where she's killed Rangers before. That was amazing. And oh, was, she was like, she was so badass when she said it too. Yeah, she was like hot and terrifying, right, and sexy. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm looking I at it now, dude. Rangers. I'm looking at it now, dude, and that costume looks like their Ranger costumes. Right? They're very similar looking, except for this weird neck thing she's got going on. But that you know that could just be her bad guy design. Yeah, I, I would say that she's maybe made additions to it, or like the fingernail thing. Sure. Like those, those probably aren't normal. I really like that idea a lot, that she's the green, she was a green ranger and she's gone bad. It looks like a power coin. I'm looking right at the staff that looks like the power coins they're holding. Mm-hmm. So that would be pretty sweet. I am super pumped. I'm um, super pumped. I've been looking forward to this movie for a very long time. Yeah, and everything that's come out... Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. People are getting glimpses of the Zords from the toys, I believe, because they haven't. I don't think they've shown pictures of the Zords yet. No, actually, actually, so I was listening to uh, another podcast friend, friend of the friend of the podcast show, podcast friend of the show, Collider. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Collider. (laughs) Right. right. Our our friends Collider. Um, (laughs) Our friends over at Collider. <laughs> and they 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 do this new segment where they're like, uh, "Would you rather?" So they say like, "The new Rita Repulsa pictures came out," and then the host says, "Would you rather have seen these pictures of Rita Repulsa or see official pictures of the Zords?" Mm. And and it got me thinking because at first I'm like, "Well, the Zords, of course," because I've seen Rita, I know what she looks like, right? But then the more I thought about it, and then a couple of the other guys answered, and I was kind of along along the same lines with them, like, I don't want to see the Zords until the movie comes out. No, I don't I either. Into the movie and be like totally in awe when the T-Rex, you know, pops out of the ground and the mammoth comes flying in or, you know, however they do it. But if they have uh, to show us the Zords, don't show me the Megazord. Yeah. 
Just show them combined at least. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, if they have to, like in the one that comes out right before the movie, I mean, it doesn't come out to March 24th, and we've only had the one trailer, so. I mean, there's a picture out. I don't know if this is a, an actual photo or not of at least the T-Rex Zord. Mm-hmm. I can't, I'm not sure if it's an actual, like, part of it. Well, they had those. Just like a fan thing. They had those posters, too, where you, you can only see part of the Zord as the, the ranger's sitting on it. No, this one is, like, a full-on T-Rex one. Okay. But, but I'm not, like, I don't know. It looks all right, but I don't want to put too much merit on it in case it's just, like, a, it doesn't have any markings or anything that tells yeah. me if it's, like, fan-made or not. Right. I... I don't think it's. I don't think they've released anything official. There are toys. Okay. There are toys. Pictures of toys, and I mean, you can't take a whole lot from that. I mean, uh, yeah. I think I know the one you're talking about too. It, it's the it's the one where he's um, you can actually see the cockpit and the Red Ranger in the head of it, right? Yep, that one. Yeah, yeah that, I'm that, looking that at was it right off, now. that was often uh, one of those crap sites. You know, the ones where people just post whatever they want, try to pretend that it's news. <laughs> oh, like Reddit. Okay, yeah. Yeah, like Reddit or NeoGAF. Not or... not like our friends Collider. Not what? not like that's right. Our <laughs> podcast friends of the show. <laughs> Collider, please come back to us. We love you. <laughs> they've never left. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, they're always in your heart, Justin. <laughs> uh yeah, I having worked for the competition, I guess we can endorse them, sure. Um yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Everything about this movie, I mean, Brian Cranston is Zordon. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, Bill Hader is the voice of Alpha 5, and then not to mention, you know, Elizabeth Banks is Rita. And then this group of kids that look pretty cool, I, that I don't know too much about. But everything I've seen so far has made me think, yeah, this is just going to be a pretty sweet movie. And then the trailer comes out, and it's got this real chronicle feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yep. it, it just looks great. And then they give you the picture of alpha five this week. And while I'm still excited for this movie, that is hideous. And it is the thing. That of was ni- terrible. It's the thing of nightmares. <laughs> that was terrible. It is, yeah. That is so, pure nightmare fuel. Is that official? Did it come with the tag? This is, this is your first look at alpha five. This is definitely alpha five from the movie. It's or, exclusive. Or it, it's this ex- is some con. No, this it, is some like, it's uh, not concept art. It's, it's it's straight from IGN exclusive. Hmm. Lionsgate well, released it through IGN. <laughs> he looks stupid, but well, hang on, he'll look better in hang the on. movie. Uh, the headline actually reads: "Power Rangers Alpha Five First Looked First Look Concept Art." Oh, well, there you go. So, not necessarily one hundred percent confirmed that that's what it'll look like in the movie. He, they probably will be, though, if they're releasing it. Yeah, probably it's probably going to be very similar, you know, very close to it. Uh, um, really, it's it's just the, the eyes that are bugging out that, yeah. that look the dumbest. It looks like he's got a UFO head. No, the whole thing looks <laughs> dumb. <laughs> Don't you say, like, the, the eyes and the head? It just looks dumb. Oh, if honest Tom. If they got rid of the weird oh, headlight hey, eyes, guys, they made hey, guys, that's stupid. A... Whoa. Whoa now. Aye, aye, aye. I was going to really try to get some sound bites in for this conversation, but I don't want to. <laughs> but, like, if they, they if they streamlined it and, like, got rid of the headlight eyes and made it more <laughs> of, like, its traditional visor kind of deal, I'd be more okay with it. 
What is wrong with the robot? Like, the, the walking around robot look? Like, why does it have to be this Dude. big CGI thing? He Dude, looks yeah. pregnant, too. <laughs> he's got a nice gut. You see, I would say he <laughs> he's got a, a he's got a, He's got a gut. He's got the, the, the globe as a head. The super long where arms. Where are the eyes at? Yeah, the super long arms. is. I mean, what mover are we in here? Okay, so I I do like the fact that they're trying to make him more alien-like. Sure. Um, I'm okay he's a robot. The, but but he's a sentient robot, and he's I don't know I don't I mean how much do we know about him? I don't remember for sure. I think he is actually an alien robot. He's not a person or a a, a robot built on Earth. He's from another planet, um, or galaxy or whatever. Clearly, because so, because his his ship is on his head. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Um, so I do. I mean, I like. I do like the elongated limbs, like the elongated arms. I think that's cool. I'm okay with the weird kind of spaceship head. It's the eyes and the gut that, that throw me off. So I'm really hoping that when the movie comes out, what about works. the feet? What about the feet? You don't, no. you don't care about the feet? No. What the is feet that? Don't me. No, the whole thing bothers me. Yeah, yeah, I can tell. You, you really? Know, this is, you're angry. This is like this is a Tony Stark uh, mutant right here. <laughs> You see what the colors? Red. Oh, red. I get you. I get what he's saying. Get it? I don't really see much. Somebody found the somebody found the armor from episode three from from Iron Man three and just decided, hey, they're not using it. It's crashed. Go ahead. So you're saying that like like the, that this originally was a an idea that Tony Stark had for one of his like outfits it and it didn't been. fit him. It, it was like for been. if he ever had child prodigy, it was like, and then look, he was going to shove him in that. It's a pregnant Iron Man with a sombrero. <laughs> <laughs> also, how tall do you think he is? Because uh, like for three some feet. reason, when I see three these feet. pictures, I got I, I I wouldn't go past you think three, three feet. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, go. He does look uh, small to me. I think he's gonna. There's gonna be a bunch of them. I think they're gonna. Oh, be like, I don't like that at all. Oh, that's even worse. I don't like that. Uh, at all. You think there's gonna be Alpha Five of them? Yeah. <laughs> no. No. I see what you did there. Oh you. no! Uh, yes. What a disaster! <laughs> this movie is circling the drain. No, no, it most certainly is not. Maybe he's Alpha Five because he's the fifth model. Maybe. I mean, maybe maybe they've gone through other ones. Maybe maybe Rita's maybe destroyed Rita. a bunch of them. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe the last Alpha Five was or was like Alpha Four, and, and maybe this Alpha Five is gonna get destroyed at some point. Like Rita's gonna be like, Yay. "You again? Smash him! <laughs> right. Another one?" Yeah. Maybe they told, this me they, would, they told me they would fix it. Yeah. I mean, maybe this is him having put himself back together after having been destroyed oh, by so Rita. Like a I mean, who knows what story. Now, so now he's Johnny Five. Who knows what the story is? I agree with you guys. It looks bad. I we I think we all just need to cross our fingers and hope it works in the movie. Done. Boom. Right. Word. The word has been Let's given. hope the rest of the movie is so good you'll forget about it. <laughs> forget about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, can you guys think of anything where when you saw something, you're like, that is stupid. That looks bad. But then you see it in the movie and you go, actually, that worked okay. Oh, I have yet to come across that myself. Um, TV. That- TV. When they show those costumes for any CW show and then it comes on TV, it looks so much better when it's on TV than it does in the uh, I would, I would argue that with Red Tornado and Magenta. Well, those are the exceptions. Oh, plus Diggle's mm-hmm. Helmet. 
But um, Diggle's helmet. And and if you did not watch Legends, uh, Citizen Steel's helmet is atrocious. Yeah, I, I didn't watch this week, but last week, just seeing this costume, I was like, "What?" Okay. He looks great when he's steel in the costume. Is it a is it a helmet? Oh, it's a helmet. <laughs> oh, ah. Um, when they, re- when they released the concept art of the Indominus Rex for Jurassic World, I thought that looks so manufactured and stupid. They're definitely going the genetic dinosaurs carrying guns route for this movie. And then I saw the movie and I was like totally wrong because I judged the concept art. So sure. I've learned I've learned my lesson. I'll say that it's stupid, but I'm not going to say it's going to look bad in the movie. I'm going to cross my fingers and hope it well, looks okay. Well, and we all discovered, too, that it's it's concept art. So who knows what we're going to get now. Um, though, yeah. though it's probably going to be fairly close to what it looks did like. You guys see, did you see Max Landis' concept art of Rita Repulsa? No. Um, it was uh, back – because he wrote a treatment for – Right, he's, part, he's credited as part of the writing crew. Yeah, so uh, he did a Rita Repulsa – um, is that the one with the long monster. arms and all that? Kind of she, the same she thing. She looked like a monster. Yeah, I think I saw that. Like a demon. Yeah. What a, but what a jerk that guy is. Had the had the cool Rita Repulsa staff and holy the, crap! I'm looking yeah, at it right she, now. She had the yeah. She <laughs> had the staff and the, she looks like she's the, out of Dungeons and Dragons and that, or something. At the same time, yeah, you're right. It is. That's that. You know, the, the DM just says you turn the corner. You don't do the thing. <laughs> This crazy looking the DM Tom says (laughs) this this monster rounds the corner and there's Rita. There you go. And she's got like six boobs. They're all pretty spikes. Yeah. Is that for real? Are you kidding? No, if you look at her chest, she's got six spikes sticking out of her chest. Alright, I'm so weird. Oh my this is the worst match. <laughs> How could you? I saw it. I was like, what And we still world? and we still ended up with the sexy Elizabeth Banks Rita. So. And we're so happy Why for she, it. Like, shows up? What if, like by the end of the movie Elizabeth Banks morphs into this? <laughs> uh that'd be interesting. While they, while I would like a terrifying villain like old... this. But, but but the the real catch would be it looks like like the old TV show like the original Power Rangers. It's just like some guy in a like rubber outfit, right? With flames coming <laughs> out of its butt. Yeah, there's flames. So do you guys think evacuating. we'll get if if we if this movie does well and we get a sequel? You think we'll see Lord Zed? I think you well, have. Is I think it gonna you... be Lord Zed? You know, with the 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 buff guy with the, the metal on metal, the chest, the red brain. Yeah, yeah, it was the I guy who think, looked like he was all. I mean, muscle. hey, hey, if, Dave, Batiste, Dave Batista's been doing good work in movies, so I could see him doing. <laughs> well, he's not ripped. He's just. It looks like his body oh, is no. all. Dude, he muscle. is ripped. Oh, he is boy. ripped. Pull up picture. Yes. Pull up picture. He's ripped. All right. All right. It's it's it's, it's very visual muscle. podcast today. Uh, it's it's a it's more of a muscle suit. It's not. I don't. Yeah, think I don't think he's ripped. He just looks like he doesn't have skin. And it's just muscles and tendons that we see with metal Dude. on his body. Dude, he says. He, so he would look fat because you don't see fat. He is ripped. All right, fine. Wait, are you saying anyway, ripped or ribbed? He is ripped. ripped He's ripped off. for He's pleasure. Cut. He is cut. 
Dude, wow. if they if they I know they're talking about they want to turn this into a seven movie franchise. Deal, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um but if it does well, I kind of hope they don't just jump into Zed. I would prefer if they brought in more of like the more popular monsters like Goldar? Pig. Well, Goldar's supposed Star. Goldar's supposed to, is rumored to be in the first movie. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I heard that. That's awesome. But Goldar's, I think Goldar's going to be like the main monster villain, I think, that mm. they bring in. Uh, but I would like to see them bring some of like the other, like I love, that's like my favorite thing about the Power Rangers like TV show were the monsters. Just because they were hilarious. And I kind of want to see like Pudgy Pig. Uh, Pudgy Pig was so stupid. He was, but I think if they put it like as a, a tr- as a be- as like a beginning monster to, for them to fight, uh-huh. just to be like, okay, because he was kind of considered a classic kind of favorite. Just get him out of the way with like his instead of him just going around eating all the food in the world, like maybe have him eat matter. I don't, I don't know. All right, we gotta, so, we gotta, we gotta move sure. on. <laughs> By the way, you. I, I see you. At first, I was going to argue with you, but you're right. I just I just read Goldar is about to appear as a secondary antagonist. You know, you know well, who we need to see eventually is the Divatox chick because she was always hot. I don't remember the Divatox. She was from. Uh, I don't even. Know. First appearance was Power Rangers Turbo, I think. Then she became a villain. Oh, in the show. I, you see, I never made it that far in the series. She's but like, I know who you're talking about. Just all cleavage in a skirt. All cleavage yeah, like a space pirate. Yeah. I'm going to sit here and say I don't know who you're talking about, but I love hot chicks. So. You're going to – you should have Googled it already. I mean we've already been Googling everything tonight. I've um, been Googling we everything could, too. Could, but. We could see Rito in the future. Rito, yeah. His brother. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, there's is, that, is, that what you're, is that what you're excited about, Johnny? I'm excited about anything. We, I just, said, we just said hot chicks and you said Rito. What? Come on, dude. Well, we – I mean – as far as villains we've already seen in the movies, I mean, we've already seen uh, Ooze in X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah, I just just grab some other villains that we haven't really seen or appeared, you know, slightly that have connections. Like, Rito was such a small character, really. Scorpina. But what they, if, they what if yeah, Scorpina. What if, what, if Ooze, these characters. what if Ooze was done right? Wouldn't you like to see that? I think it's, it's too late for he, he was in X-Men Apocalypse. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. <laughs> Um, oh, don't do that. I have to do no, that. No, they need to bring in. They need to bring in the rest of Rita's lackeys. Oh uh, man, uh, Finster, come mm-hmm. on, Finster. <laughs> All right, we got to. We have to move on. Uh, we're I, already... feel like, I feel like. I feel like when when Johnny said that we should be playing beer pong right now. Um, last bit of news. Last bit of news I have is Tom stop. Uh, last bit of news I have is uh, two Telltale Games announcements. Um, I've actually finished episode four of the Batman one, and it's awesome. Can't wait for the final episode. Uh, Walking Dead Season 3 for Telltale Games is going to come out December 20th. Uh, that's episode one. And they announced uh, minutes before this podcast started that they're making a Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale game. Uh, five-part series that will launch in 2017, and the trailer is just uh, his Walkman with headphones floating in space. Nice. It's pretty fantastic. I love the Telltale games. I've oh. never played them. I was I was waiting for all the episodes to come out for the Batman one. Almost so there. I can just play through them. I think December. Yeah. I think December is the last one. Maybe January will be the last one. All right. My kids have played through the Walking Dead ones, and I told my daughter because she's a huge Batman fan. She went through 
all the Arkham games, and I told him there's the Batman. Told her there's a Batman Telltale, and she's like, "Oh, you gotta give me that." So uh, you have to get it if you want to have sex with Catwoman, because that happens in that game. Well, oh, I'm not, not going to get that for my daughter. Thanks, Dave. Well, I said you have to get it, not her. Um, She's got to go to bed sometime. Game of she Thrones. Always the Game of Thrones. That scene, I'm sure. Yeah, the Game of Thrones one's really good as well. Uh, that one's a lot of fun too. Uh, all right, so yeah, let's let's dig into the the, the crossover event of the century uh, so far, because there's going to be more, I'm sure. Um, of the, of the century. <laughs> yeah, so... The crossover event of the century until the next one. They announced it was going to start with Supergirl on Monday. I am not counting Supergirl as part of the crossover because that episode was not the crossover. I uh, everything I've read. Everything I've read. There were two so. teases and then a three-second scene at the end. I mean, that's it. Yeah. Which was still cool. The episode was still fun. Uh, I'm really digging Monel. I think he's pretty, pretty cool. I like Monel. I like the relationship that's building with Kara. Uh, well, I, it threw me off because I, I went to go back and watch it, and I'm so far behind on Supergirl. When I pulled it up, it showed me Cyborg Hank Henshaw, and I'm like, oh, my God, I don't even know what this is. Cyborg Superman, so, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, I I can't watch it because I don't know what has led me to this point. Well, yeah, you don't so, really need to have watched Supergirl that episode to know what's going on. I mean, other than the two teases where Cisco is trying to break through and you're like, oh, cool, there it is. It's going to happen. And nope. Oh, there it is yeah. again. It's going to happen. Nope. Uh, and then it happens. Overall, at- that episode of Supergirl, I, I don't know. I'm getting I'm getting a little irritated in, with with the CW shows that I've been watching, only because like Supergirl's been okay, uh, I kind of don't. I it's getting a little um, like pre- too predictable and kind of repetitive, especially the stuff with the Luthers. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just it's just been weird. And then yeah, at the end when like it was cool when Barry shows up with Cisco, but and I was like oh. Oh, okay, so that was what was great was about really it. What was funny about that scene is you knew it was gonna you were gonna see it again on the Flash, like you were gonna see that exact whole yeah. scene again on the Flash. Like, come on, like you just recycled. Yeah, it was. Yeah, ah, it was so annoying. Um, I you know I don't know I I like Supergirl. I, I'm enjoying the season. What I didn't like is the week uh, before, like Thanksgiving week, that episode. Everything was like happy hunky dory. Everything ended up on a happy note and. All these things got tied up into one little bow. I'm like, was this the finale? Except, like, for, what? except at the time with the, except for Hank, uh, uh, Jean being infected with right. White Martian. That was it. Name. Yeah. Other yeah. than that, you know, uh, her sister came out. Everything's happy. Everything's you know good to go. And uh, yeah, there was no real <laughs> conflict or like it was just like oh, like this happened. But then oh, okay, I forgive you. Right. But then in this week's episode, they shoehorn in. Kind of out of nowhere that these aliens are looking for Monel in the yeah. spaceship across the galaxy somewhere else. Like because they're because they're introducing aliens into every into the other shows. They're like, oh, well, we well, got aliens a, a little bit more involved in I don't, Supergirl. I don't think they are for this week. They are aliens are a Supergirl thing. Clearly, they have an alien bar. Yeah. Like the, the, this that, whole this whole season has been very alien focused, with right, aliens yeah. being given rights and the alien bar and the killing of aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, it was like a stinger. I mean, it's like what Flash does at the a lot of the ends of their episodes. It's like, boom, something happened at the end. That's set up. 
That's an fine. Event. But this was like shoehorned in the middle of the episode. It, yeah. was, it was weird placement of this. Was this it in the middle? I thought it was towards the end. It, it if was, it was, it was like at the beginning of the third act. Like it was, it was not near the end where it should be. It just really? felt, it felt really weird and out of place. It was an odd place. Yeah. It felt like they showed it and then they're like threw a curtain over, or threw a blanket over it. And it was like, okay, no, nothing to see here. Just keep looking <laughs> right. at that. Right. Ignore the man behind the curtain. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. So then we move over to Flash. You know, Cisco and, and Barry go get Supergirl because they need her help. And she's like all in right away. Uh, so we go to the, the Flash episode and, you know, we're getting the team together because there's these things called the Dominators who have been here once before in 1951. And they took a bunch of people. Uh, they sound hot. The, 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 what? the dominators. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Keep your fetishes to yourself. Oh, leather and lace and yeah. um, Barry is forced to tell his secret to everybody. Uh, we actually hear the. See, the he was forced. Yeah. Y- yeah, he was forced. <laughs> he was speed forced. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, good lord! I did it. Uh, Stein and Jax play the, the 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 full tape telling everybody not to trust anything that happens after they listen to it essentially so not to trust Barry um essentially the that whole video from like 2040 something i think and uh yeah so 47 i think it was yeah i don't care it doesn't matter <laughs> he just sounds real old and i think it was 2056 didn't they say it was 40 it years was, in the future maybe that was in it the future. maybe that was it yeah. 40 years in the future yeah um so basically, Cisco outs him, and he's got to tell everybody that you know, uh, because of him, Diggle's son was a daughter, and now is a son, and mm-hmm. all this other garbage. And then you get all high and mighty Sarah jumping on her pedestal, yelling at him, saying, "I could have killed Dark all these times, but I didn't because I don't want to interrupt the timeline." And I'm just like, "What? Are you kidding me? The legends are getting hypocritical over this." Like, how mm-hmm. many aberrations have they created by going back and trying to fix these aberrations? Like, the Legends are the worst time travelers in history. I And especially yeah, after after tonight's bad. episode of Legends, I was just so irritated with all of it. Like, I love Sarah. I love that character. I love Mick. I love all the characters on that show, except for Sis, the Sizen Steel or whatever they're calling him. I'm not too high on him yet. But... All of them I enjoy a lot, but they're screwing up the timeline every time they go back. And for Sarah to call out Barry for changing the timeline, saying that she could have killed Dark but didn't, is so hypocritical because she tried many times to kill Dark, but Ray had to stop her. Like, they had to talk sense into her. Like it, This was the thing that bugged me about this. And he's like, this is, this is the thing that's been bugging me about the flash lately is, is the whole, and and we, and I know Matt and I talked about this on our podcast. I'm kind of sick of everyone just being pissed at Barry. But they're not, they're not. I'll be right right back. It's like Cisco is. He should, he should be. Well, they're to an extent, but they made a pact earlier in the season where, like, Barry said, hey, I did this thing. It affected some stuff, like, things you may not want to know about. Do you want to know? And they all are like, no, we don't want to know. And then after and then after whatever, and it just comes out that Cisco's brother was alive, 
all of a sudden he starts blaming he starts blaming Barry for it happening, which I understand uh, to begin with, but it, it it also falls upon Cisco's fault because he didn't like want to know, and it, it, I don't know. It's just no. So he, the, I I just feel like. He can. He, this whole thing was like this whole thing. With then he outs him to everyone else, and then everyone else is like getting super pissed at Barry about the timeline. I'm just so sick of everyone just being mad at Barry about the timeline thing because it was well, like Barry yeah, screwed up though. Sure, I know, and I'm not saying that he didn't. Well, he did, and I understand people can like these these groups and people can be mad at him for a little while, but. I don't know. It's something. There's something off about it where it's like, yeah, this could have been prevented, but you don't know necessarily if the. Well, I mean, in this, in like, I think even, uh, I think even Oliver Oliver says it. The Barry's like, you don't know if like the things you did like actually changed it. You don't know. Well, like, he, he said you people make choices. Yeah. And- and the and well the thing is I get what you're saying because I, I did think at first um, people were were being too hard on Barry about Flashpoint but for the for those who are being personally affected by it or who have been personally affected like Diggle <clears throat> finding out that he had a daughter in the other timeline um, and Cisco finding out that his brother was alive in the other timeline like they're the, the people who are affected personally have a right to be upset with Barry because Barry did something wrong. I mean, especially and, and this Cisco, to me, this to me, these are very real consequences. It's not like a, to me, this is not like a typical T- CW show where he's like, I changed the timeline. And then the next episode, they're like, well, now we're friends again. We work together. <laughs> right. There are legitimate yeah. consequences for what Barry did. Right. And, and his relationship with these people uh, is degrading because of the choice that he made, mm-hmm. and so rightfully they're, they're angry about it. And as far as Cisco, Cisco was mad originally because Barry wouldn't go back in time and fix things and save his brother. And then he found out that he went back to save his mom. Oh yeah, not he went back in time and saved it and saved his mom. But anyway, they they he worked past that. He got over it. Yeah, decided I don't want to know what was different in the other timeline. Right, and then and then meow, and, cats out of the bag. Okay. That. Yeah, and and not like he asked for it. No. He didn't say, "Barry, tell me what it was." He was yeah, kind of forced. forced. He was forced to hear it. Yeah, and and that's tough, man. That's a real tough thing. Let's um, let's let's hang on for a second. We'll skip past what happens on Arrow because Arrow is kind of more of a self-contained episode. Um, what you find out tonight, and I'm sorry, guys. Spoiler. I hope you guys aren't upset by this. Everything that happens to the Dominators is Barry's fault. They're there oh, because really? of Barry changing the timeline. When they discovered that a meta-human had that capability, they needed to eliminate all meta-humans. And that's why, they, huh. that's why they come back in time to study humans, and then they make a deal with this guy who works for the government, basically saying, you give us Barry, we'll leave. That uh. type of thing. But then, in the Legends episode, um, Felicity, Cisco. Uh, Citizen Steel, Mick, and Vixen go back in time to 951 because they want to study one of these Dominators from back then. And um, basically, they free this Dominator from being cruelly punished by the government. Uh, They're trying to make you feel bad for unethical treatments of captured aliens, by the way, in this episode. Um, Because they were torturing him. (laughs) So, uh, anyway, they let him go, and it's a show of mercy, and, you know, they they end up with this communicator that can communicate with this one uh, Dominator. 
And in the future, uh, it's Cisco's fault that they're going to kill all the metahumans and all pretty much everybody on Earth because um, they showed that power of time travel that they can all do and and Cisco's abilities and you know basically because they went back in time they they screwed up again. Oh, so you're telling me that the legends fucked up the timeline as well? Oh, gee, what a shocker! Well, they have. I mean, they've already done it. Like like yeah, dude's got a oh, Stein's got a daughter. Okay. Um, you know, all kind. There's all kinds of evidence of it being screwed up by them, you know, multiple times. But in this instance, if I have, if I have a number one criticism of Legends of Tomorrow, because I do have a couple, I still enjoy the show, but I definitely have a couple. But my number one is that they're they they are not an efficient team, and they luck into solving <laughs> their problems, and they never restore things to the way they should be. Right. Ever. There's always something that's changed, and I'm getting kind of sick of watching an episode. Like, it breaks my heart that Jax had to be in that situation and saw what was going on with the slaves. Just, that right. sucks. Right. Because that, re- that, that type of stuff did happen, and obviously it's a CW show, so they don't show you the, the true horror of it. But they show you enough that you think, ah, that's awful. I wish I could change something. And he but does. But to actually change it, yeah. to actually change it is – is just it goes entirely against what the show's about. Um, so uh, that's I, I'm starting to really struggle with that now. It's hard to put that out of my mind. Right, right. Why? Why is it when they see that there's an aberration in time, they show up after it's happened instead of before to try to intercept the issue? Yeah. So never once thing- they said, "Let's get there before this happens. Let's find. Let's get where that ship's going to crash and land there." Well, one thing I'm confused about uh, Legends. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I may be wrong, and fix me if I am. Uh, last season, where they went to uh, back in time, and it was the to the Arrow timeline. It was Diggle's son in the future. Was in the future was Green Arrow. So now that Flashpoint happened. Didn't that kind of ruin the surprise of that Diggle's daughter was now? No, he had so, another. He had another child. So, uh, I, did I miss where that happened? They said that in that episode. So it was his. It was his second child. Yes. There was no real okay, mystery sorry. about it. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I I don't remember them specifically saying it, but I just assumed yes. right because we okay. hadn't heard about Flashpoint yet. I had just assumed that Diggle had ended up having a son at some point. Because I don't think his name was John. It was. It was, was John. It John? Yeah. It, and it's then John. Changed, yeah. It's John Diggle. So it was like, you know. I, 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 don't, I don't see that as being like, oh, hey, we told you it was going to happen. I, I don't see that. Yeah, and, and that was way before Flashpoint was planned or was going right, to happen, too. Right. But so. looking, looking back, didn't they my, – my opinion was, didn't they kind of ruin it right there? No. I, I don't think so. Because that's easily fixable with a second child. You just – you're just assuming they never had sex again? No more sex. No. You ever been married? Okay. <laughs> uh, it's a TV show. They have sex all the time on these, on these shows. And so none of the characters on Legends were affected by the Flashpoint. Um, uh, right? I'm trying to think. Because even Stein's thing, even Stein finding out he has a daughter, wasn't related to Flashpoint. That was because of him meddling with his... With his past self. So I think that because they are the time masters, well, they're not even, they don't even get to call themselves time masters. They're the time 
squabblers because they're always fighting with each other about what to do about the every episode i'm going to change this well you shouldn't change that well i'm going to change it anyway um so anyway the time squabblers i think because they exist out of time that they're not affected by that kind of stuff so who knows i mean if they wanted to get all convoluted they could say that when they left diggle had a daughter but when they returned to earth in the future since flashpoint happened that daughter became the son and that was the son of flashpoint you know what i guess I mean? it's it's uh, I, I don't understand the point of talking about it. <laughs> like it's it's a confusing thing that we don't even need to worry about because mm. i mean it's true it, that future is kind of null and void if they fix it that's true they they avoided it right because that so future Dave, that future only happened spoilers. because of dark uh, i kind of already did <laughs> like well did, did they save the day did the dominators well, cisco and barry are friends again by the end of the episode so there, right. there you go, Justin. Yeah. You, you can be happy now. There won't be any more tension there. Uh, Oliver and Kara have a little tension at one point. Because, uh, you know, they got to play up the fact that he's Batman and he doesn't trust aliens. Because Oliver owns everything. He's got to be the man. No, because Oliver is Batman in this world. And Batman and Superman, when they first meet, don't mesh. That's what that is. He doesn't trust her type of thing. Right, right. So it's just Oliver being Oliver. No, again, it's them portraying him as Batman like they do in every other storyline that they have for Arrow. Is all that is. It has nothing to do, because he's okay with all the other superpowers, people. (laughs) I don't get your argument here. (laughs) That's just your Arrow hate right there. It's just Oliver being Oliver. Johnny, Johnny, Justin, am I wrong in them taking Oliver and making him Bruce Wayne? No, you're totally right. They've definitely made him Batman. This moment in the episode that you didn't see yet, Tom, is Batman. Trust me. It's 100% them making that Batman storyline into an Oliver storyline. I haven't seen it, but I've heard that it's pretty Batman. Because this is their trinity. This is their Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, when Supergirl, Flash, Green Green Lantern, or Green Arrow, excuse me. Yeah. Um, That's their trinity in this Justice League world. Anyway. It, it's a stupid. Well, that's kind of stupid argument because that moment happened. It's kind of yeah. interesting because that episode of the Flash where they did meet Kara, yeah, um, he didn't seem to have any problem with. No, him, it's like, when it's when they're going to go meet the new president because uh, spoiler alert: the president dies, uh, and now there's a, a black woman president in this universe. Um, but when they're going to meet her for the first time to talk about what's happening, he doesn't want her to come with. He doesn't want Kara to go with. He wants her to kind of stay out of the. Oh, the, I see. Out of the limelight because she's also an alien. So Well, she's an alien and she's not even from that Earth. Right, right. And it caused, yeah. causes some tension, but by the end of the episode, of course, everything's hunky-dory. And because uh, you can't stay mad at Kara. Come on. Any developments that are going to affect the shows moving forward, I guess, is, is the real sure, thing I'm wondering. Sure, Cisco gives Kara a little portable transporter so that she can go between. So that she can come back. Yep, and they can talk. Okay, all right, that's cool. This is is the issue, though, because, like, I don't watch... I haven't watched Arrow since season three, and I haven't even bothered with Legends. So, jumping back, probably it's not going to affect Supergirl, obviously. Right. Um, But jumping into Flash next week uh, is going to be very confusing and be like, oh. It won't. No, they're going going back to the Savitar storyline. And uh, alchemy. uh, So, like, all the stuff that just happened. They might mention it, but it's not going to be 
it, it's not going to be, you know, this is kind of their one-off thing. Okay. Um, cause next week's the winter finales for all the shows. Um, yeah. So they're going to kind of wrap things up. Uh, I want to go back though, because Tom was talking about my arrow hate unjustly. Um, I should say, uh, <laughs> really? Yeah, because Arrow was my favorite episode of the crossover. So what? What now, Tom? What now? Oh, yeah, Tom. Oh, what yeah. now? Uh, one, out of, one out of how many? Episode one hundred. Yeah, four four crossover one episodes four, of one out of four crossover episodes, and Arrow was his favorite. Right of two shows it, that it, are wait, superiorly wait, better stop, than Arrow. Stop, stop! Stop! It took the crossover episode for him to like an Arrow show. No, where have you been? I've been saying there's at least been two episodes of Arrow I like this season. What? Mind blown. Mike dropped. Mike you got nothing to dropped. say. Uh, no, but uh, it was episode 100 of Arrow, which is a big deal. Uh, and we got the Oliver and Laurel relationship we all deserve. Sorry, Elicity fans. This relationship was meant to happen, and it never will. Uh, basically, it's instead of them showing what happened in Flashpoint, which is what I thought uh, earlier this year, it's a uh, like a hallucination. They're, the, they're trapped in their own minds because they get... Uh, abducted by the aliens, the Dominators. Wasn't it the whole Arrow crew got abducted? Not all of them. It's Sarah, Diggle, Thea, Oliver, and Ray. So yeah, yeah. So everyone, just Felicity didn't get captured, right? Much. Right. In yeah, the, okay. In all this right. hallucination world, um, he's about to marry Laurel. Of course, Sarah comes back for the wedding. Uh, Thea is an entrepreneur and Merlin is there, but everything's all hunky dory. Mom and dad are alive. He never went on the, on the, the queen's gambit. Um, there is an arrow, but it's Diggle and he's the hood, which is weird. Cause he has Oliver's like outfit that he had from the Island, which made his first green arrow outfit. It's kind of weird. He's working with Felicity. Felicity's I think engaged, yeah, engaged to Ray Palmer. Um, it's pretty crazy. Mer- There's a scene at the reception, the wedding reception, where Merlin is talking to Thea about Tommy being a doctor in Chicago, which is the greatest Easter egg if you know that that actor went to go work on Chicago MD. Oh, that's cool. There's a little fun thing there. Um, yeah, the Flash cool. and Supergirl stuff, because they're left behind with the new recruits on Arrow. Those two working together with the new recruits, because there's some static with uh, Wild Dog. He doesn't like metas um, because he thinks it's too much power for any person to have, and he just expects them to go bad eventually. You know, Batman. Um, I just... The Flash and Supergirl stuff, I didn't enjoy those two together, like in this episode, where every every, every other time I uh, yeah, you love them together, you know? In this mm-hmm. one, it was like, they're all cocky and... It seemed like they're they're arrogant in this episode. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But you know, like Ragman and Mister Terrific were enjoying it. His Wild Dog. Maybe I was just sympathizing with Wild Dog too much in that scene or whatever. I don't know. Okay, I've got a question for you, Dave. Yeah, David. Here's my question. Oh, David. He drops a David on me. Oh boy. <laughs> um, so the episode of the Flash when the legends show up, yeah, and God, I hate that they call them the legends, right? Because um, right. they're not—they're not heroes. <laughs> Ray uh, has a suit again. Yeah, and maybe I missed the line. Did he say like this was my backup suit that I made or something? Oh, I forgot what he said. Um, well, there was some explanation for why that suit was there. Right. 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 So yeah. why all the whining on Legends of Tomorrow about no? I because I, I think they had him coming back. I think Cisco helped them make it. They went back to 2016. 
So I guess I, I was thinking the same thing because I haven't watched. So I, I was wondering, did he did he have another one sitting there? I don't think or? he had a backup. I don't, I don't know what it was. I can't remember well, what okay. it is. And, Cisco and, talked about making a new one. Right. And so that's why I thought that Cisco didn't make it with him. I thought that yeah, Ray just had an extra one because Cisco says that suit's in need of an upgrade. Right. And Ray's like, yeah, all right. After the after the fight with the Dominators, you can upgrade it. So, oh, it well, no, totally what, negates- what it was oh, is go ahead. I thought it was the power source of it. He didn't have any more of. So why didn't he go back to 2016 and get it again if it was right there waiting for him? I think. Uh, see, to to me, that just that that just made him look like a whiny little punk. Right, but on. I think there's something else. I think it's something else. I don't think it's that simple because that scene. All right. I I want to give that scene way too much more credit than that because that was a great moment when he was upset about losing the suit and sacrificing the suit for Steel. No, I. Yeah, no, that scene's great. I just don't. I just. I would. Right, right. No, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I would really be angry if they threw that away. You know, if they just stomped on it because he had a backup. I would I would not be happy about that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, anyway, did Cisco upgrade his suit? Not by the end of this, no. That we know Late. of. Um, I mean, maybe it's one of those things where he's working on it in the back, in the background, and we. I, we I was it. kind of streamlined it a little bit to be more like the comic Adam. And maybe that's what we'll uh, get next week on Legends. Maybe that's when he gets it. I don't know. Um, I know next week on Legends we're gonna get a chilling surprise. Hmm. Oh, is that what they're teasing? Oh. oh. Well, it's the mid-season finale. They got to give you a cliffhanger that, you know, is kind of, you know, ice-breaking. I had nothing. I was trying to do something corny, but I had nothing. <laughs> uh, that was pretty cold. Cracked under tension. It's pretty cold. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, in Arrow, you got uh, you got to see Deathstroke again. Uh, not the real Deathstroke, but still, he was there. Uh, you got this. Just the armor, right? R- we don't actually you see don't, the guy. It's, it's not Manu Bennett. Yeah, it's just a dude in the... Deathstroke suit yeah. with a couple of his Deathstroke squad guys. Um, you get to see hologram version of Tommy um, because it's kind of it's this great moment when they all realize that they're they're trapped on the ship and that this isn't their world. Um, that this is like a prison to them, but it's also a kind of a gift because their parents are alive. Oliver and Thea's um, Thea doesn't want to leave. Thea wants to stay. She doesn't want to lose her family again. There's this awesome moment between these two people, Oliver and Thea. And Oliver says, you can stay. You know, I just want you to be happy. He's going to leave her there. Um, but she eventually realizes she has to go to help them. Uh, it's a great moment. Um, but the, when Oliver's about to leave and he looks back and there's kind of like this hologram of all the important people that he's leaving behind. Mom, Dad, uh, Laurel, um, Tommy, uh, um, what's his name? Arsenal, uh, is there <laughs> Roy Roy and, and it, it, it's the worst because all of these are like the actual people that they got to get holograms. And Roy's is like, looks very CGI head on a body. <laughs> like it looked terrible. Uh, um, um, I believe well, Roy's so, not dead. So why is right? I didn't get that. Maybe Roy. they couldn't get the actor back for just one picture or something. I have no idea. Uh, either way, it was a cool little moment, but that, yeah, Tommy was technically in the episode, but sorry, sorry, Tom. He's not coming back. Oh. I think he is. He's on a new show, dude. He's never coming back. Unless that show gets I'm canceled. Still, I'm still I'm still sticking with it. And those Chicago shows are pretty doing pretty well for some reason. Um, but uh, I'll say this for the crossovers altogether. Fantastic fight scenes. Um, just some great battles. Uh, mostly on Arrow and Legends. The battle on Flash was kind of between the team. 
them in themselves, uh, which is still cool. Um, I kind of liked how they started the episode very Quentin Tarantino with the end of the episode, uh, and then told you what happened over time, which is pretty great. Um, cool moments. I'll say, uh, Laurel's canary necklace is awesome. Cause it's the actual black canary logo that Oliver gave her. It looks mm. pretty sweet. Nice little callback. Um, I think it was in flash when Mick, uh, heatwave calls Supergirl skirt. Um, yeah. And he never yeah. actually calls her that until legends. He actually calls her skirt. He's walking by at the end of the battle. He says, Hey skirt, call me. Like, if he hits on her, it's awesome. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a moment with Mick and and Sarah talking about the president being hot together. I, I just see them trolling for chicks eventually. It's going to be great. Oh, they've, done, they've done that before. No, no, no. Actually trolling for chicks. Like, they're going to go out like as wingmen to each other. Um, it's going to be great. I would have preferred one moment where Sarah hit on Supergirl, but it never happened. I thought that would have been cool, too. Uh, and then maybe I mentioned like, I got a sister who might like you type of thing would be, would have been funny. Um, Mm. at the end, there's not much, uh, between Ray Palmer and Kara, but at the end, when she walks by, Ray says she looks a lot like his cousin. It's a nice little moment. Oh, that's a nice little, yeah, that's a cool Easter egg for when he played Superman. Yep. Exactly. I like that a lot. I like that. That's cute. That was, that was fun. But yeah, overall, I mean, the crossover, uh, it was a cool event. The ending was very quick. Like it just sort of happened. Um, that's probably my only thing, you know, the, the, the issues about the, the legends being hypocritical and stuff, that's writing. And that's, that's the drama of the show. And, you know, I can get over that, but the crossover, it was fun. You geek out, you know, I mean, there's cool geek out moments with the hall of justice or the hall of star labs that just appears out of nowhere now. Um, they've had this this whole time. They've had this warehouse that they've never used. Mm-hmm. Um, but there it is, and it looked fantastic on Legends. It has the fountain out front and everything. It, it was it was incredible. They, um, had... I I felt like the Wally stuff was just squeezed in to to have another well, story going on in the what, in the Flash episode. What was interesting is, and I heard it a lot on Twitter, is well, it was Mick in this episode. He wasn't really in the Arrow episode, and I'm like, I wanted to explain to people these are they're still their own separate episodes. Like, this mm-hmm. is still the Flash. That's why it's centered mostly on Flash characters and people that came from Flash, like like Stein and and people, you know, they originated on the Flash. Um, Arrow was the same thing. It was Arrow's 100th episode, and it mostly focused on what was going on in Arrow's of the season with the sidekicks uh, and with Felicity. Uh, that's another thing. Unpopular opinion, uh, I'm done with Felicity. She's the most annoying character on this show. I, <laughs> I can't stand her anymore, especially on Flash. I hated her. Um <laughs> Uh, and I, it hurts me to say that because she was my favorite for a long time. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know if it's the writing or if it's her portrayal. But when she reads the lines, it does not work for me. And I'm sorry. I'm I'm trying. Like I said, Arrow is my favorite episode this week. Um, anyway. Um, but, yeah. So Arrow was focused on his stuff. And Legends was more, you know, it brought Vixen in and had a lot more heat wave and stuff like that. So, And it's really the first time... Uh, where you got a, a, a big chunk of Citizen Steel. Um, he was in Arrow, I think, briefly at the end. But each show still was, like, centered on its own characters, but still had the overall storyline and other characters in it. Um, so I, I kind of laughed on Twitter. People were like, oh, is this guy still here? Is this guy, is there she still here? You know, like, well, you know, you, you had to, it couldn't have just been, like, a movie where they all 
got equal time. It wasn't going to work that way. I I bet there's a way to do it, and I'm not going to say that they did it wrong, but I mean, my first thought, if I'm going to do a four-show crossover, is let's make all the shows work together in each episode, and we'll just have the story continue in each new episode. Um, <clears throat> because oh. uh, it, the, the Supergirl episode hardly counted. The oh, it Flash didn't. episode it didn't count. Had, I mean, had the throwaway stuff with Wally. I mean, does the Wally stuff pay off? Does he show up in Legends and help them save the day? He's only in... I don't remember seeing him in Arrow at all. So he's only in the Flash episode. And so is Iris. He's only in the Flash episode. Well... Uh, yeah, I mean... Um, the, well, Iris... I feel like they could have done a, 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 a true four-show crossover and sure. not have the little individual things. It is an unfortunate time to do Arrow's 100th episode right in the middle of a crossover when you, you have yeah, to you, have a tie-in. You would really want the one hundred. Yeah, you'd want the 100th to just focus on what got them there. Like, these mm-hmm. characters, the, the, the original team, and, you know, Flash. Although, although thinking about it, it is kind of cool that they get to use that trope of you know, like Superman's for the man who has everything. That little, like, what the world would have been like if if Oliver hadn't gotten on the, the ship. Yeah, yeah. Kind of thing. That is a cool little trope for and you the get 100th to, episode. You get to visit the past with his dad and his mom being alive. And and mm-hmm. while he's remembering things, you're seeing all this footage from previous seasons, like her dying and him shooting himself in the head and all these other things. It's, it's pretty great. And then the end of Legends, it's Sarah and Oliver to, like, can you believe this all started with us? Because she's right. It started with those two on the island. Like, once they got... She got trained as a League of an Assassin, and then he became the Green Arrow. So they started mm-hmm. it all. Technically, well, technically Oliver did, but... Um, it's a, it's, it's a true point. I mean, but what, what, what I'm getting at is the end, when they're all walking away and leaving, it got kind of sad. I'm like, oh, man. Like... I kind of like them all being there. I think more sad that Supergirl wasn't going to be on any of these other shows interacting with, you know, Flash, because those, those interactions are the best, except on Arrow. I just didn't like it. Um, I was I was really hoping for more of a reaction from Diggle? Barry. When, <laughs> oh. No, no, from Barry when uh, Ray told him that, that Captain Cold had died. Oh, but, sure, sure. But they made it gay and cheesy and dumb. They oh, made yeah, it. Totally. He went... He goes, he died a hero. And Barry, without missing a beat, goes, he died a legend. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, I wanted Barry to be like, oh, shit. And maybe even feel a little bit of guilt for, like, trying to convince Snart to do it. You know, like, just that little tiny bit. Like, he's the one who pushed, who who told Snart, I think you're a hero. I think he can be a hero. But So maybe a little something, like, I, I was the one who pushed him in that direction. And Ray could be like, no, 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 he's his own man, yada, yada. But... Something other than he died a legend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. I don't know. He didn't mean. I, in the grand scheme of things, to Barry, I don't think he meant a lot though. Yet, like he didn't. No, have a- I. I think him and Captain Cold had a connection that they had something really going. on. I mean, you didn't see it as much that they, they've done the co- like in the comics and stuff. But well, they had did. Well, in the, the show. Com- in the show, he conveyed who he was. So, well, yeah. They had the whole bit where it's like, you know, where Snart knows who that Flash is Barry and out of and it like tries to blackmail him. But then he like turns the tables and it becomes like a sort of like, well, it, it not it became more of like they uh, they they don't appre- they don't appreciate what they're doing. But there's like a mutual respect, like where it's like, well, if you don't get across my business, I have no reason to be in your business. 
Right. And that's, then that's Barry not very like. telling. Well, but yeah. Barry continually telling Snart, like, I think you're a hero. I think on the inside you're a hero. Yeah. And Snart, Snart, like, you know, warning him that one episode when he warned him, hey, Trickster and Weather Wizard have something up their sleeve for you. I'm not invested. So yeah. I just figured I'd let you know. Merry Christmas. Like, <laughs> Merry Christmas. they did have something. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did. It was around Christmas time. I know. I remember. They had the bomb presents. Yeah. But All right, my, I mean, my, there was my, something. My one question is, where were the Hawks? They're dead. The, oh, no, they're not the dead. The Hawks, no. they left. They, they retired. They're done. No, they yeah. went away. But if they are, they're still around. But they should have known this new alien invasion or whatever was going to happen. So so, so that's, that's the problem that you're going to run into when you have a big universe like this. Right, exactly. That, that the exactly. MCU is going to run into an Infinity War. Are they going to show... Luke Cage and Iron Fist fighting, I can, you know, people invading Earth, that kind of stuff. And and I get what you're saying, Tom, it, but we're, it's got to be that suspension of disbelief. You don't have to see the Hawks. You can just kind of internally say that if there was something going on, if there were Dominators in an area where the Hawks were, that they'd fight them and maybe it'll get referenced later. But the world is too big to show everything right. like that. Same thing happens. Maybe, maybe just a reference. No, I didn't. I couldn't have cared less. I hated the Hawks. They were dumb. I, I'm legends. I, I I'm legends. Liked the Hawks at first. Yeah, I really like the Hawks at first, especially. Um, well, I like I'm Kendra, the dude, the guy, the guy. You liked guy him, Hawk. Carter? Yes, I did. Yeah, I did. I really liked Carter. Oh, I hated mm-hmm. him. I hated him. Yeah, I really got tired of Kendra, and I re- and I liked her at first a lot. I liked her in the Flash episode. I liked her in Legends for like the first couple episodes, but then after that, every episode was. I can't do this. I'm a barista. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like them on the show at all. I'm in love I with was, Ray. I was real glad when they left. Although I'm like the replacement Citizen Steel, not too keen on him. Now, see, I, I like Citizen Steel. I, I like him I like when him. he's. I like him when he's just science guy. I don't like him when he's hero guy. You know, like I would prefer him to just be science dude. I miss. I miss Rip Hunter. I'm excited for Rip to come back. I I, I miss Rip to an extent. I do. I, I miss him a lot. I miss him more than I miss members. Of I my like own Sarah being in charge, though. Sure, I do like. I Sarah dig that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Next week on Legends, it's uh, the Chicago way. They're gonna do some. Uh, what is it? Uh, I forget the names of the people that they're Al Capone. They're doing oh, Al Capone. Is it Al Capone? I thought it was uh, Bonnie and. They're doing like a Bonnie and Clyde thing. No, nah, it's Al Capone, and it's. Uh, oh no! I'm thinking uh, of Timeless, the other time travel show. Oh. <laughs> Uh, no, they're doing uh, Reverse Flash and Damian Dark, and then they're bringing in Malcolm Merlin, and then they have the... Oh, that's the start The start of that arc. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, in the Legion of Doom... I tweeted that today. <laughs> I, when the Hall of Justice appeared, I said, Meanwhile, at the Hall of Star Labs... <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, uh, that's... that. All right, that's it. Uh, we're done talking. That's... You spent almost Whoa. like 40 minutes. Whoa. 40 Whoa. minutes on the, the CW stuff. So, uh, yeah, we're... What's up, Tom? I'm ready to go to bed. Oh, so. you kind of kept cutting in there, so I thought you had something to say. Uh, let's start with uh, with Justin. Um, you guys just uh, you released an episode this week, right? We did. Um, it's uh, we didn't have a lot to talk about, uh, like nerd wise. Like we were talked a little bit about, um, like the thing shows that happened last week. 
Uh, I talked about two movies that I saw, uh, Officer Down, and um, what was the other one I saw? I don't even remember the other one. Oh, oh, Yoga Hosers. Uh, yeah, I, I, I talked. To, I saw those. Talked about that. Uh, talked about my both uh, awesome and slightly nightmarish experience so far in LA. Yeah. Ugh. And uh, yeah, uh, if you want, and then we it answered a bunch of fan stuff. Uh, well, did you get a bunch which, of responses? No, like we there was like we had like three people that just kept throwing stuff at us. Okay, which was which was really cool. Uh, we're always looking for more. Uh, so if anyone ever has anything, you can follow us on Twitter at two the number two BG Pod. Same with uh, Instagram. Uh, if you want, we also have a Patreon. You, if you want, you can put up like five dollars or more in. We send you cool pictures and stuff. Or uh, if you want, just follow me. Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at J Pomegranate. So yeah, cool. All right, uh, Tom, I'll let you get out of here. Uh, you host another podcast that we do as well that we haven't done an episode of in a while. But uh, tell the fine we folks we have not done one. It's uh, Ringside Geeks. We talk about wrestling. You know, you know WWE and well, pretty much WWE. Yeah, we don't talk about anything else. So. Uh, yeah, and that they're on Twitter at Ringside Geeks, so you can find them there and uh, all that good stuff. Uh, and Tom, if you need to bow out, feel free. If you want yep, to get out, I'm out. All right, see you, Tom. Later, Tom. Oh, Later, bye, Tom. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Johnny. Uh, the Just Two Pals took a couple weeks off or a week off, uh, but you guys are coming back fast and furious very soon with a new episode. That's right. Yeah, we certainly are. We don't know what we're going to talk about, but we've got a list of things that we do want to talk about. I, after seeing Moana, want to push for doing an episode where we talk Disney movies. Where you sing. Ooh. That's right. Oh, yeah. No, we, we definitely, you know, we always, not always, but occasionally <laughs> we'll, we'll wind up singing some Aladdin, which yeah. is the most common. It's the most common one that pops up, but I've got Moana stuck in my head. I'm probably going to go see the movie again, and I don't oh, care wow. if I have to go by myself. It Whoa. was great. Interesting. It was really, really good. Yeah. Um, I saw Wreck-It Ralph twice in the theaters, saw Frozen once, but this movie, I would definitely go see it again. I'll fight anyone who says Frozen's overrated. I'll fight you. Frozen is we're, a great oh, movie. Oh, Dave, we're going to brawl. No, well, Fro- Frozen got hyped because of the people. Because right. people went crazy. People started singing the songs all the time. And that, and it'll happen with Moana, too. Moana sure. has several really catchy songs, but one in particular by The Rock that people are just going to be singing all the time. And then you're going to get sick of it. So the movie itself is great. People can ruin things that are great. Yeah. And and that's to that to me is what happened with Frozen. Frozen got overplayed. Frozen songs were on the radio and played constantly. So I really hope that doesn't happen to this because I, I, I hate when, when I you know the idea of a movie is taken. Oh Zootopia. I saw Zootopia once in the theater. Actually no, I saw it twice. Um But uh yeah, I took my daughter to see Moana. It was so good, you guys. It was so so good. I just don't so, have any like of the Frozen or of the Disney movies that I take my niece to see. I really have no urgency to take her to that one. Like I just, I'm I telling you it's worth it. I, I'm telling you it is one of their best movies and they've done really great movies. It is, it has the same score on Rotten Tomatoes now as Zootopia. And I don't know if you saw Zootopia, but Zootopia was great. This feels like 
a dis like a like a classic Disney movie because it's got numbers in it. it's got songs in it um, original songs and they're really well done the story's super awesome the CG is amazing I mean the what they can do now with uh, landscape and like just the water the almost the entire movie takes place at, at, on on the ocean um, and it just looks so good and the rock kills it and this new this new girl Ali something. Aaliyah, whatever her name is, she's like brand new to voice acting. She is phenomenal as Moana. I'm gonna go see it again tomorrow. I've decided when when my daughter's <laughs> in school, I'm gonna go see it by myself. Just figured it out. I think I'm gonna go see Arrival yep. this weekend. I'm definitely gonna see Arrival. Yeah, I'm really I still forward. haven't seen that. Yeah. I would go see Moana again before seeing Arrival the one time, and, and then I you'll really and then you'll sneak Arrival. into Arrival. You'll you'll walk in. You'll do a double feature. Well, yeah. Once you're once you're in the th- you buy the ticket to get into the theater, and then yeah. you can watch any movies you want. I right. Think, that's the deal. How that goes? Yeah, that's, that's how it is. That's the unspoken deal. You just jump from place to place. <laughs> so anyway, I would I I'm really hoping that we do an episode on Disney movies here pretty soon, so I can go more in depth as to why. Well, I, I know love the Atomic Kingdom new... crew are going to do an animation episode, and that that includes yes. Disney. So. Um, that's right. That's right. I think I've, I, if I haven't yet, I've already put my name in there. If you do need someone, I'd love to be on there because I love talking animated movies. Cool. I will hopefully be a part of that. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Um, this, this coming from the guy who says Frozen's overrated. Well, the, my whole thing was just, I was so sick of freaking let it go and everything involved with that. That's okay. Mm. That's, but that, that's understandable. understandable. That's, like, that's kind of reason why I hate Nickelback. Yeah. <laughs> And they suck. One of the newer animation films for me that I really loved is Zootopia. Still, Zootopia was really good. It was so good. Yeah, there's so many in my movie queue that I want to watch that I got my like in my iTunes that I just are unwatched. But Yoga Hoster. This is this is Disney's new golden age. Like they went through a golden age. This is the next. This is the platinum. Like I gotta watch now of Disney. I gotta watch Finding Dory yet. Uh, yeah, and so the Di- the Walt Disney Animation and the Pixar movies are totally separate companies, right? right, right? That's right. that's why they can have so many come out. Um, um, Kubo and the Two Strings. Yeah. Oh, that was great. I say how dark that Cars Three like teaser trailer was. Yeah. Oh, people freaked out about how dark it was. I was Holy very shit. surprised. I'm I'm actually interested now. When I heard Cars Three, I like threw up. I was cars, like, oh, I'm I heard, so sick of Cars. When I heard Cars Two, I threw up. The first one wasn't even that <laughs> yeah. good. Like that movie but, uh, was like the worst Pixar movie. But the the trailer did its job. It did exactly um, what it was supposed to do. Where I'm like, I want to see where this is gonna go now. Yeah. What is okay? So I gotta watch. Uh, what what did I say? Kubo, Finding Dory, The Secret Life of Pets. I want to watch. Um, and then, Secret Life of Pets was not. Oh, and then uh, Zoot- no. what's the big deal with Zootopia? Why is everybody freaking out about this movie? It's just a really well-made movie, and there's a lot of good social commentary within the film. Right, it's the social commentary thing I keep hearing about. Yeah, it's like every like you watch the movie, and by the end of it, you're like, oh shit! Like it's mm-hmm. it, it's so well put together. Like, to tell you what it is would spoil the movie. Yeah, to tell you what what it boils down. to. I like the but, cast. There's a lot of a lot of people in this movie. It's really great. Um, what's his name? Jason Bateman played yeah. played the Nick Wilde. He, he was the, the he Fox? was really good. Yeah, I liked him a lot. Shakira, Idris Elba, J.K. Simmons, Alan Tudyk. Wow, Kristen Bell, John DiMaggio. Maurice of course, jo- yeah, John DiMaggio is like this, uh, like a mob uh, vole. He's hilarious. <laughs> a vole? Oh, was that John DiMaggio who voiced <laughs> John? Him? Oh no, that's uh no, that's um. 
that's not John DiMaggio. That's um, Shakira. crap. The other guy, uh, Maurice Lamont. Lamont. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I, I know. I forget which one Do- John DiMaggio does. I think he's the Jaguar. The the, the robot Jaguar. Is he a robot? Oh, he might be. Spear? No. No. <laughs> You, he might be the Jaguar. The Jaguar had kind of an accent. Oh, John now DiMaggio I want to know. A pretty good accent. <laughs> you can look it up. Uh, all right. Well, either way, you'll be able to hear uh, Just Two Pals talk about Disney movies at some point in the future, and you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Satchel Player, the wonderful AtomicGeekdom.com, and you can hit us up on Twitter at Just Two Pals. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter at Johnny Wellens, or you can shoot us an email at justtwopowspod at gmail.com. Still have not received a single email from <laughs> anybody. Dew. <laughs> uh, yeah, Especially Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Hit, Mountain Dew, you can find us. You can find us on Twitter or hit <clears throat> us up at justtwopowspod at gmail.com. If it makes you feel any better, I've been trying to I've been trying to work shutter to uh, uh you get, get a, a thing a, from them. An account? <laughs> I already had I already have an account. Uh, through Shutter, but I've been trying to get them to. Okay. Oh, that's who John played. But I've been trying to get them to, uh, uh, to to like sponsor. Oh, okay. Um, speaking of uh, going back to what Johnny was saying, atomicgeekdom.com. You can head over there and you can find a new article by Justin about Pokemon Go. Is it still popular? Uh, really well done piece by Justin. Um, you can go to our YouTube channel and see Justin make a cameo in Jenny and. Patrick's video from DesignerCon, and I'll have a, a post on the website very soon with some pictures and a video. And that's that amazing. was so much fun. So you check that out. Check out uh, Patrick Nagy's fine, fine cinematography and photography work. Uh, it's a great little video. Again, Atomic Geekdom on YouTube. Thank you very much for listening to the Atomic Geekdom podcast, this Geek Out Edition episode. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and the aforementioned YouTube. Please subscribe, like, give us a follow, all that good stuff. And if you liked what you heard tonight, please give us a review and rate us on iTunes and do the same for all the podcasts we just talked about. Just Two Pals, Two Broke Geeks, and Ringside Geeks. Uh, It only takes a couple minutes and a couple seconds, I should say. And it really helps us out, gain listeners and stuff like that. And if you want to try to contribute to the show monetarily, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash atomicgeekdom, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, and become a patron there. Um, that helps us out monetarily, but you know, by, by no means do we expect you to spend money. If you're going to spend money anyways on things you want to buy, you can go to atomicgeekdom.com, click on the Entertainment Earth banner at the top. Right now it is buy five, what is it, buy five? I think it's buy five pop vinyls, yep, and get the sixth one for free. So, you're doing a Christmas shopping, you want to buy your, your kids some pop vinyls, or, you know, your adult-sized kids some pop vinyls. Uh, you can buy five, get one for yourself for free. There you go. And that helps us out. We get a little little piece back of that action when you do that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. Huh. All right. That is all of the business aside. Thank you again so much for listening. Uh, thank you to my co-hosts, Justin and Johnny, and Tom, who has gone to bed. Uh, it's sleepy time for Tom. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks a lot. Bye.